feel real good, all right? Most dope. Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Episode of the Faithful Fanatics Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dylan Davis, here with Snap, George, and Git. Flyers are picking up right where they left off. Sixers are in a lot of trouble, and the Phillies bullpen continues to get in their way this season. So, guys, uh, is it going to be a happy show today, or is it going to be... No, is, not, no, <laughs> it no, will never be happy. No, no. If you block out every sport except for hockey, we can all be happy together. I have a lot to bitch about I'm going to be happy. I'm not. I am. I'm not. Either. Flyers are up 2-0 on the Capitals pen, going into the third period. Shitty bullpen and your second best player injured for the Sixers. I understand the Flyers are good, but I have more to be pissed off about than happy about right now. <laughs> and as a Philadelphia fan, I feel like it's my responsibility to bring everyone down. Along with me. <laughs> Snap is always depressed in the studio. It's, no, it's, no, no, no. <laughs> I be I am optimistic when there's a reason to be optimistic. But oh, there's a big one. There's a big reason. Oh, I get it. The Flyers. I get it. But there, I, I'm. We'll get into it. All right. Let's start with the Phillies, guys, because that's probably the freshest in our mind right now because they finished up late last night. So they have a chance tonight at seven to split with the Yankees. Snap, I know you said no, but I guess if you go two and two versus the Yanks, you can't be too mad coming no, off can't. a week break. Um, but at the same time, should have won both games yesterday. That's, that's why it's you, aggravating. Oh, I know. You you wasted a great Aaron Noll start. Probably the best start he's had since that 2018 mm-hmm. uh, Cy Young runner-up year. Um, there's just so much. Like We keep saying it. It's getting in their way, and it's... Uh, Klentak did... Klentak refused to address the bullpen. Yeah, I get it. He, he brought in Didi. He brought in Zach Wheeler. Two good additions. We were very excited about them, and we thought, you know, we tried to be positive here and say, look, this lineup can can hit off anyone they can put up. I mean, dude, they're averaging almost five runs a game through six games. Um, So the, the lineup can compete with anyone. You have a great one-two or a very good one-two punch with Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola at, at the top of your rotation. And then, you know, put aside the Vince Velasquez issue, the bullpen is just not going to go away. The issues aren't going to go away. And Klentak, obviously there's nothing he can do right now. Besides, the only thing you can do is bring up Spencer Howard and put Pavetta and Vinny V in the bullpen. Because if you're relying on them to be starters, you have to you have to go with the mindset that they can get you through an inning or two late in game, right? So obviously, yeah. If Vince Velasquez comes in in the top in the top of the eighth inning, I'm going to be a little worried in a tight game. But at the same time, do you want Vince Velasquez or do you want Austin Davis or do you want Vince Velasquez or do you want Tommy Hunter? Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, look at the options. And also, I'm not letting Joe Girardi off the hook here because if Gabe Kapler did what he did, Gabe Kapler would be shredded, getting shredded in Philadelphia right now. I love Joe Girardi. And I know he doesn't have a ton of wiggle room to do. Like, he doesn't have a lot of options to call on. I understand that. But Aaron Nola threw mid-80s last night. Pitches through six. 12 Ks, I believe. Ooh, he was 12 Ks. hittable last night. One-to-one going into the top of the seventh in a seven-inning game. And you take him out. And here he comes. You take him out for Tommy Hunter. <laughs> and get, hold on. I'm not done. I'm still pissed. And you don't even put Hector Neris in the game, 
who only threw one pitch in game one of the doubleheader. Instead, you put Tommy Hunter in there to load the bases and get rocked. And then Adam Morgan comes in and limits the damage to only two runs. But Can you be mad at Joey G, or should you be more mad at Klintak? I'm more mad at Klintak. I'm just saying in the moment, why, why is Tommy Hunter the go-to there? No, I just think he shouldn't have taken out Wheeler or Nola in either of the games. It's fucking seven innings. Man the fuck up. Like I'm sorry, I'm getting I'm getting fouled tonight. Like seven inning baseball, seven innings. You don't even crack ninety pitches. There, Wheeler looks like he's a machine throwing ninety eights, like it's his job. And you take him out, you take him out. I was okay. With, obviously, it looks bad. I was okay with that because of the lead they had at eleven no, to three. No, 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 no. It's the Yankees. <laughs> they were the hottest hitting team all year. You got a pitcher that is destroying them. Put them in the grave. Take their motivation away for the next game coming up. That's how I look at it. It makes me so upset, though, just looking at, like, the Dodgers when they got Blake Trine in, the Yankees got Adovino, and we were just sitting on our thumbs because of the luxury tax. There's so many guys out there from last year that I was praying the Phillies would go after. It just didn't happen. You got Batances from the Mets, one year, 10 mil. I would have gave it to him. Like, there's so many guys out there that could have made a huge difference for this bullpen, and instead we were scared to go over the luxury tax. Joel Farabee just got robbed really? by Holpe. Do yeah. nothing game, boys. Yeah, I'm watching the Flyers live in studio, guys. If we win tonight, though, just one more happy thing. Block up the two seed at the least. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right. All right you know what? I'm done talking about the Phillies right now. <laughs> I am. Oh, quick and easy. Huh? I am. I mean, I agree. It's, if you're, if you're going to require a team to score 11 runs to win a baseball game, we're not going to see a lot of wins this Before And Harper got hit. Especially I mean, hurt. You Harper watch. still he's, is Harper still hurt? No, he, no he's, he's chilling. Like second second he's chilling. Yeah, but you see, but like my, before the one run game in game two of the doubleheader, they had twenty nine runs in five games. They were averaging almost six runs a game, and now they're averaging about five with the one run list. So yeah, they're averaging five runs a game through six games, and you're two and four. Just watching Aaron Nola K twelve last night and just be completely but that's, dominant. Do you no, understand but that's what I'm saying? When we have three hits to show for that, that that's terrible because that's you're getting ace Aaron Nola in that situation and your bats can't do the job. That's what is so frustrating what, about again, it. What was what did we say earlier? Since 2016, yeah, it was 2016 to, to 2020. Aaron Nola's allowed two runs or less 26 times and didn't get the win. Or he hasn't gotten the win in 26. It's that is, wasting, it's that is town. so disgusting. Wasting it's, talent. It's a common theme in Philadelphia. It's called wasting talent. <laughs> We're wasting Bryce Harper right now. I mean, it's, shit. If I was Bryce Harper, I'd automatically regret signing here. Stop. And <laughs> no, I put that on my mind. No, what are you talking? Salt in the I, I give it. I give it a two more seasons before okay, he chill. No, I'm, let's I'm, not do that. No, but I, I, it's time to actually have the conversation because management blows that much. To put salt in the wound, too, uh, Zach Wheeler comes out yesterday and says one of the big reasons he signed J.T. Realmuto, who still, as is on, he's gone, signed I've come to peace with that. Yo, let me just say, I that home it. run, that home run that he hit, that thing got out in the second. That was a shot. It's yeah. going to get out as fast as he Look does. Yo, get out of here. Look at these ERs. Um, but let me. Oh, get, from let me yesterday? Yeah. No, the, bull, the Phillies bullpen yeah. total. Yeah. Go you got ahead. a 27, a oh, 16, yeah. Hunter through a 9. A These bullpen. I'm convinced. Besides, here we, Wheeler had a 2.08, and then what's his name? Uh, Nola had a 397. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely insane. With that lineup, yes. And, dude, but my thing is let me ask you this. If. If David Robertson comes back, which Drew already said the plan for him is to pitch this year at some point, and if they make the move, again, I'm not throwing great names out here, okay, but just to throw them in the, in the hat, 
Robertson with Neris, Adam Morgan looks serviceable, and Pavetta and Velasquez. Is it salvageable at all? I no. I even like Adam Morgan too, but like getting David Robertson back would be awesome. Linking all those guys would be cool, but that's not enough. No, it's not gonna. It's not. No, no, no. It's not it's gonna not push enough, the needle. It's not it, gonna push the needle for it, us. Is to, it enough to push the needle to even squeak get, in the playoffs? Yeah. No. I don't like. I really don't think so. No. I mean, maybe it's just like it's just me being pessimistic because except for that one Yankees game, everything's been very shit. But Literally. I. I'm so down on this team right now. It's, like, like anyone that comes out of the bullpen, if it's not Naris or maybe Adam Morgan, I'm really not confident in. And I even liked like some of the young kids, like Rosso and all them. And Rosso hasn't done shit. I mean, Guerrero is all no, right. and that's another it's, thing. It's terrible. It's another. That's another point that I didn't talk about last week after their first loss to the to the Marlins was uh, just another. Is he getting a pass right now? And I, again, it's only been six games, and he doesn't have a lot to work with pitching wise. But he is getting a pass because he's Joe Girardi. Because if Gabe Kapler, game one, Nola comes out, it's a, it's still a winnable game. It's three to one, and the Marlins had what second and third or whatever the situation was with base runners that inning with only with no outs or one out. He brings in a kid who's never pit, who's never thrown a big league pitch in the moment, and the kid was rattled from the time he got on the mound. That's what it was. He was just rattled because he's right, actually a pretty I, good. I know pitcher. he's got a nice can't, arm. You yeah. can't be mad at Joe. Like you can't crucify why? him. Yeah, you why? Because it's been what? Let me six just say. Let me, let I'm me, not crucifying him. I'm saying if it was Gabe Cap, is he getting a pass? Gabe Kapler did it for two seasons. We're talking about six games. Gabe dude. Kapler got booed the first game in a Phillies uniform because okay. he had no experience and he fucked up from the jump. Give this guy some Here we time. Go. Gabe Kapler was way overhated in Philly. That's just a fact. The first, the first thing that ever happened when he pulled Nola after like six on opening day, yeah. he was absolutely going crazy. That was he deserves a boo for that. Yeah, exactly. But ever oh, since, I do not ever, like Gabe Kapler, no, and, I, and I really you know like thing, Joe Girardi. I like Gabe Kapler. Like I didn't mind him at all. And but since that first game when he, he pulled Nola, everyone just turned on him, and it was over. Like because you don't do that. Every little thing Gabe did was like crucified. I, I mean, Joe Girardi. Really Joe Girardi's going to be like a saint in Philadelphia. Yeah, no, no one's going to crucify him. I'm not crucifying. Joe Girardi. I'm you all just love saying, Joe Girardi. I do. Is he getting that you know what? Pass? Joe, you know what? Joe Girardi. Yeah, he definitely is. Well, he gets the pass because he's won a fucking World Series. How about that one? He's an actual manager. Like, I, I'd rather have him than oh, Gabe Kapler. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I'm gonna boo the guy that has no experience and hasn't done shit in his career compared to a guy that's won World Series. He's clearly got a plan in place, even if it doesn't look like it. I gotta assume that he's won World Series, so you got you you can't you can't get on him yet. You can be mad with some of the decisions. Clearly, I'm mad with some of the decisions. Seven inning game, and you're taking out two aces who are on fire. That just pisses me off in general. But it's it's so much different because there's it's different pedigree. You're comparing a guy that's on floor level to a guy that's reached the ceiling already. Yeah, I definitely agree. And especially with, you see it a lot in sports where the guy that gets booed a lot, the next guy that comes in is always going to get that praise. Same thing kind of happened with Chip Kelly when Chip Kelly left. Whoever that next hire was yeah. going to be, was going to get so much love just because of the fact we got that trash can out of the way. So i mm-hmm. not calling Gabe Kapler a trash can. He's more of like <sighs> a... Maybe like a dishwasher or something like something that's not very good. <laughs> what? <laughs> something he's like a recycling with bin. dirty dishes in it or something. <laughs> he's but, a dishwasher. But that's just he's yeah. He's just, they'll he's always get that praise. Bin. And like you said, Joe Girardi has pedigree. He's no, you can't, I, you can't I, so, hate on a guy. I know why he's getting it. I just wanted to ask if you guys saw. The I would yeah, hundred percent. That's I mean, I'm not. I trust Gabe. I trust Joe Girardi 
a lot with this. No team. one trusted Gabe Kapler. That yeah. was the difference. That's the thing. Like you <laughs> boo a guy, you you immediately are more defensive to a person you don't exactly. trust. When it, and this is just in life. When you don't trust someone, you're immediately gonna be harder on them. When you trust someone, you you let shit slide because it's like, all right, I'm gonna trust you here because you clearly have to have my intentions or you know what you're doing. So with Gabe Kapler, dude didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. So of course I'm gonna be like, all right, bum, get him out. Yeah, I'm like, over it. When Joe when Joe G's uh, had. Adam Hazley at leadoff was anybody like oh great move I, I wasn't I was like well what what is this and then of course he goes like what three for three I like four. Adam I so like, like Hazley no though. I like Hazley but he had him at leadoff and I was just like I don't know if I like it but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crucify him it's fine and then of course three for four it worked out Barrels is back in the lineup Barrels tonight. he's batting fifth tonight yeah. Didi's batting sixth yeah, yeah. no uh, no Gene Gene has been terrible can we year. stop with the ground balls can we stop <laughs> with the double plays gene come on bro you you're you're a walking spray chart you're supposed to put the ball everywhere in the outfield what's going on start drinking your whiskey again gene yeah. maybe i'm sick of 14 it. pounds of back jeez I'm sick. oh my god jeez <laughs> we're six games of this season this is philadelphia <laughs> nah, just only gotta pay gene for two more years boys nah, now, now, <laughs> it's I'm, all right i'm gonna go home tonight and pray, and stop, and pray we'll that the phillies win again yeah. all right let's can we move on to what I... To I, what? I, be more depressed than yes, I already am? I, get, I need to get Let's this get deeper into the wound here. All right, so <laughs> I'm just going to introduce us to this. We had some bad news last night during, or during the afternoon with uh, the Sixers and Ben Simmons uh, sublux, sublux, subluxated? I think that's how you say it. Sub- I have no idea. Partially dislocated his kneecap. Is it a four-week injury? Four to six. That's what the estimate is. They haven't put it out there yet. So Ben Simmons could most likely miss the rest of the season. He's not playing. Because according to Woj, as soon as the injury happened and they figured out what the injury was, the first thing he said was both sides will weigh the treatment options. A.K.A. Rich Paul got on that fucking phone real quick and said, you are not rushing this man back. You are not screwing my man. He is the best. uh, What is it called? I. I'm blanking. What, what is he? I don't know. What Point forward? For? No. What is Rich Paul? Uh, agent. Uh, agent. He's yeah. the best agent. In <laughs> so the you're talking NBA. about Ben Simmons. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's who I do. He's the best agent in all of NBA and yeah. sports, probably. Yeah. He will not let his guys be treated any way they don't want to be. So basically, what we're looking at is Ben's probably going to sit the rest of the season. And I am fucking pissed off, dude. I'm really pissed off. It's because even, even though the team didn't look good, they really didn't look good through three games. They came, out two, they came out with two, two and one, two and one through their first three games. They got torched by the Pacers. Fucking TJ Warren drops a career high. 53. You mean, you mean Michael the, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, the first Pacer since I think it's uh, Ron Art. No, not Ron Artest. Who was it? Jeremy O'Neal. Jermaine to drop, O'Neal. Jermaine yeah. O'Neal to drop 50 plus for the Pacers. That's a stat for you. Um, they barely win against the, They barely win against the Spurs after having a ten plus point lead in the third quarter. They blow it with late game turnovers and lack of defense, uh, and also playing Furkan Korkmaz too much, which they've been doing too much. And then with the Wizards, it almost looked like they weren't going to win at certain points of the game, and they didn't blow them out like a, a contender would. So we're here, and basically, I. I just think the season's over. It's over. I hope, obviously, we all hope that we're wrong, but it's over. <laughs> I, I, we don't, we weren't even sure watching them. Obviously, three nothing Flyers. So real team in so, Philly. Yeah, real team. All right, keep going. Let's um, hear it. All right, good shit. Though. Even <laughs> even with Ben, it was always the concern of one: Are you even getting out of the first round against Boston or Miami? I think they would win the series, but 
Then B, are you beating Toronto or Milwaukee in the second round, depending on where you lined up? And I just, especially with Ben, no. Now it's a definite no. Um, but it's because it comes down to one man. It's not the absence of Brent, of Ben Simmons. It's Brett Brown. Yeah. What, dude? And what what bothers me is you listen to him talk. At least I do, and I fall in love with him. Like he's all like he he's says charismatic. He says all the right things, and then it's just and then like listening to the rotations he wanted to put out. What they were doing with Ben and Shake, I was like, okay, I like I like it before the before they came back in the bubble, and then the first game. Snap, I know you're more worried about Furkan. I'll let you, I'll let you take care of that. But first, I want to take care of... I'll, not Raul. Raul. Raul Neto plays 21 minutes in the first game versus the Pacers. And I'm listening to the broadcast with Zumoff and Allah. What day was this? The second? or No, August 1st. It was Saturday. Yeah, August 1st. Yeah. I'm listening to the broadcast. Oh, 3-1. Um, and they're saying, oh... Uh, Raul Neto has come down and really com- has come in and calmed this team down. Calmed what down? He came in. Let's see what he gave you. In 21 minutes, he gave you two points on one of three shooting, two rebounds, three assists. He was a oh wow, he was a plus 14. It's yeah, I didn't think he played. Plus awful. minus isn't is a flawed stat. Yes, yeah. so no, but no, it's a flawed uh, stat in every. Sport. Here's why I'm pissed off. Yeah. One, because I literally joked around that that last this the last show last Thursday about Aulnato not playing because of the, we were discussing playoff rotations and who should be the nine or maybe ten. He wasn't even discussed. Like he should have been in his warm ups the entire game. Then he comes in. The issue I'm having is Alec Burks played 12 minutes. Alec Burks. Gave you nine, two boards, and an assist. Three of four from the field, three of three from the three-point line. He plays 12 minutes in a very winnable game. In a game, you had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. And Aul Neto's playing 21, and he got you a bucket. Then, that's that's the first flaw with Brett. Also, obviously, like I said with Snap, Corkmouse plays way too much. Matisse only Averaging got 18 minutes Matisse game. only got 12 minutes that game. But... You go up 10 in the fourth quarter, and you take Joel and eight, Toby eight out. Minutes left. Eight minutes left. Okay. And you take Joel and Toby out at the same time with a 10-point lead. You know what happened to that 10-point lead? Gone. He like that. His fingers if you didn't know. Going quicker than a Bryce Harper home run. I j- he is. He needs. I watched the first game, and I know it's harsh. And, I mean, obviously, we all want him gone. But that first game, I'm like... I, I need him going now. Now. Just throw him out. And, the then, and then the second game, Neto plays again. And then, you know, like the third game against the Wizards, Brett came out before the game and said, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to go nine tonight with my rotation, minus Glenn Robinson because he's hurt. And Neto doesn't play. Or he, did he play a tiny bit? I don't bit? even think he played. No, I don't he, didn't. he had no minutes yeah, in the Wizards game. He didn't game. play. Um, which, which I, which, I, I which put was, a heart yeah. next to that stat in my notes. <laughs> which was nice to Zero see. Zero minutes. I just don't get what Alec Burks did to Brett. He, he, he had the most amount of minutes he's played since the since the restart. Though, well, what took so night. long? No, I completely agree. He had 11 in the Spurs game, which is absolutely... Or no, he only had 10 Alec minutes. Alec Burks slept with Brett's in, wife, and Neto's got news. Something. He only... Like Burks, only had, Burks only had 10 minutes in the Spurs game. He got up to 20 minutes last night. It's the first game he's had more minutes than Furkan, Korkmaz. But T's got more 
minutes. He had 17 last night. But that still puts Matisse at 16 minutes a game right now. Burks at 14 minutes a game. And you still got guys like Furkan averaging 18 minutes a game, which is absolutely nuts. Alec Burks needs to be on that floor moving forward. And he'll probably get these minutes now that Ben's gone. But he should have been part of that nine-man rotation from the jump. Not the way we wanted it to happen, but it's going to happen. He'll be playing more. Honestly, at this point, I'm ready for the offseason. That's you're giving up too quick. I'm not giving. Are they going to win a first round series this year with no Ben? A first I, round listen, series. Dan, I'm going to watch a first round series. They're probably game for the rest of the season, and I'm going to yeah, pray and I'm going to hope. Listen, listen, listen! Right now, they still have to play Toronto. They have to play they, Houston. They have to play Portland in these eight. All all of them look great. So you're probably going to fall in the standings more and more, which means you're probably going to match with the Celtics. No, nah, they're not going below the six. I, don't, I think it's like yeah, impossible. Yeah, I think it's statistics. Because the Magic are seven. I don't think they can't even come close to the Sixers. I don't think. No, the Nets are seven right now. Are they really? Technically, yeah. All right. I think the Nets are you're seven. still probably going to run into Boston. Yeah. Do you have enough to beat Boston in a seven-game series? Let me answer that. With no Ben? No. Let me answer that Let for you. Let me answer it. I'll Absolutely tell you fucking With not. With number 21 in the middle, I'll not put us out of any series. You, who's gar- who's guarding Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? It, it doesn't ha- it pers- does matter. Personal matchups, I understand. Absolutely fire. And you're also going to get out coached. The rotation's absolute shit. You're not going to do anything. Game, you're I, not going to do anything. I, I, I do, love the optimism, but no. this is over. Like, Start looking at new too. head coaches right now. I think it's over too. Again, I do agree with you to a point. Like I was, get, I was going to get to that a little later. Joel Embiid is abs. What's he averaging right now? 31, he's averaging 30, 32. I got it right here. He's averaging thirty-two point six points per game, thirteen point six rebounds, and he's shooting fifty-seven point seven percent from the field. He has been a top three. I mean, obviously T.J. Warren and Devin Booker are going off, but Joel Embiid's probably been the most dominant player in the bubble. Come back. He. I know he hasn't played tough competition so far, but I th- I think he's going to keep it up. So I agree with you to a point. I think he can keep that I, with number twenty one in the middle of the floor, as you said. I think the Sixers can be in, in games, especially if Toby's dropping around thirty. If Shake keeps playing well and up in his game now, and Jay Rich plays well, I I agree. But the thing that's keeping me from that is the fact that he dominated with Ben, except for the second half of last game. And Toby dropping 30 and 27, whatever he did. And they almost lost. Against shit competition, and they almost lost the, to the Wizards and, and um, why am I blanking on who they played in the second game? Spurs. And the Spurs. Spurs. You And going to this point, too, like you said, you, you can look at individual matchups, but the, I'm looking at an individual matchup. They played the Pacers, and I know no one else is probably going to drop 50 on them. But if you have two guys that can get you over 60 points against the Sixers, just those, like two players that are going to average almost 30 points, like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, it doesn't matter if Joel Embiid scores 40 and 20. It doesn't fucking matter. They proved it. Because the rest of the team, you have bad coaching and a terrible rotation. A.K. your role players ain't going to do shit for you. They're not going to be able to stop Kemba either. They can't stop small guards. Well, Ever. he hasn't even. Josh Richardson literally owns Kemba Walker. We'll see. Look up, look up. Kemba but is Josh stat, Richardson, is Josh Richardson have to, gonna have to defend now with Jason Tatum? That's who or, he's, no, he's going to guard Kemba Walker. Okay. But who's guarding? Okay, that just gets one other good perimeter defender off of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. No, it doesn't. Who, where's Ben's not there? And that's and one of, Tobias Harris is going to have to guard one. Which okay, that's buckets. I mean, you're and no matter, it doesn't. It seems at this point, no matter who we say, it's going to be not non-existent in you. But I'm telling you this: Brett's really bad, yes. But to just, I'm not saying I didn't think we were going to win the title regardless from the beginning of this. I thought there was a chance, but Brett was no matter what not good enough for us to win the title. The mistakes he's made so far are inexcusable. But you're bringing so we lose Ben. It's going to suck. It does. Ben has been playing 
not up to par, not to what I thought he was going to play yeah. in the bubble. He's he just has not been the same guy. People were tweeting that they thought he was injured prior to this, the way he was looking. Probably yeah, wasn't, but just the way been. he looks. But I don't know why. I always have a sense. Of, I just have a sense of optimism. I think Al can play better. I th- we're gonna. I think we're gonna see Al in the starting lineup now without Ben Simmons. So I think it's gonna be a different look than we saw prior because. When we had all three of them, it didn't work. The, the lane was too packed. There was nothing to stretch the floor. Now you're going Shake, Richardson, Tobias, Al Horford, Joel Embiid. It's I don't know. I have a sense of optimism. I do. I, but still, I think a sense of optimism is one one playoff series win, which is which probably about you. what we were going to be at with Ben, regardless. So it's like, but to just chalk this up, I don't. I well, don't I think definitely so. feel I it too for the Celtics because when you're talking about 21, like who the fuck in the Celtics yeah, is going to guard 21? Tyson. 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 Tanner and Tyson. But we thought we, we I understand. Like we've seen that I'm not, though like, with super the Pacers. Yeah. No one on the Pacers could guard Joel Embiid but either. I'm, no one on the Spurs could guard Joel Embiid. No one on the Wizards can guard. And we almost lost all them games. And now we're going to play a legitimate contender in the Celtics. And, yes, you can call them that because they have a good head coach and two really good players, which is all you need to contend in the East right now. And it just I just can't see a win. Maybe we take it to seven games, possibly. I, but even saying that, I'm like, not now. I'm just being – I'm not being a Debbie Downer. I'm just being real at this point. So as as what I'm saying right here is, honestly – if we talk Sixers for the rest of the year, yeah, we can talk about how good Joel Embiid looks, but I'm going to be looking at head coaching replacements all for the rest of the Sixers season. I want you to bring one head coach application in every week. I'll start right now. Let's go with Kenny Atkinson. He took the bunch of fucking role players and D'Angelo Russells into the playoffs. No one thought that team was going to crack the playoffs for years after the rebuild and after Paul Pierce and KG left, and he did it. And he got knocked because Kyrie Irving and KD didn't like him. That's option one, and I'm gonna leave that there. I didn't do enough research so, on them. Get, um, to your point, I, I agree with you. Um, I'm trying to be a little optimistic too, um, and I think that the five, even with Al in it, can compete with the Boston's, the Miamis, even the Bucks. The, the, the five, but we weren't a deep team with Ben. Now Ben's out. You have to pull one of your bench players into the starting five, which makes your bench even less deep. And I, that's where that's where the problems come up. Unless the five are playing 38, 39, 40 minutes apiece, you're you're in a tough spot. How much do you think Embiid's going to play in the playoffs? Yeah, not in the final eight. In the playoffs, I think Joel's going to get 39. Let me uh, just uh, 40. real quick, real quick. JT just hit a three-one bomb, so it's three nothing Phillies. Let's go. <laughs> I, will, I will say that. Let's go. <laughs> I, I just and they still haven't signed him. Like like I said, I think there's still a chance of winning a playoff series. I do. Especially, I mean, it's not guaranteed we're going to. Is it guaranteed? It's not guaranteed. It's we can't get guaranteed. the fifth seed, right? I lo- no, we can't. What? Can we get you the fifth seed? We are the fifth seed. I'm pretty sure we're like no, a, we're the six. We can yeah. no, we, we can, can get we can seed. get the five, but it's like it, I think it's a low percentage. Well, not not with a tiebreaker. We lose the tiebreaker. We lose you the tiebreaker. Have, we're, so we're one game behind right now. Yeah, we're literally one game back. So you win but tomorrow. At, the Pacers lose. Okay, then you right, take it, then and the then you have to play the Rockets, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Toronto. You're we're not better than two out of three of those teams. The, the, the way the Portland Trailblazers look, no, we fucking aren't. Oh we acted. I, I love Ben Simmons; he's the best player ever. We acted like the seasons. We acted like literally. We might as well. You not lost a defensive player in the year candidate that ran your offense ninety percent of the time. And okay. You're already, and, and you, let me ask you this: Would you rather jump ahead of the Pacers and play Miami? or stay where you're at? 
I'd rather play Miami, probably. I'd rather play Miami, yeah. too, but even Miami, that's going to be a seven-game series. Well, Miami, well, if, you can if hide Butler, Shake. If Butler and Drogic are also a little shaken up still, that would be pretty Miami, big. you can hide Shake on defense with the starting five. They could probably just make him run around with Duncan Robinson, yeah. so I think that's a better fit because Boston, you, you could probably – I'd assume he'd guard Gordon Hayward in that situation, and yeah. I don't know. That's kind of a hard Wait. hide to have. <laughs> can, speaking of defense, can we just – everyone, if you want a quick laugh while you're watching a Sixers game, Watch Furkan Korkmaz play defense when he's on the floor. Because <laughs> he's trailing mean. his defender every single offensive set, no and matter if this guy is a ball man. or not. And that's your sixth man for Brett Brown right now. When he puts Furkan, the first substitution, either him or Al, off the bench, I'm sitting here and I'm saying there's not a shot to win a series. It's just, it's it's not even, it's not even, again, it's not even me being like a downer. It's just like, I'm just going to be real. We're going to get out-coached. We have probably the top second-best player in the East on our team. That's un- our, that's undeniable. But that only gets you so far. Look at what Giannis has around him. He has a complete team of role players, and they are deep. Look at the Heat. Even the Heat are deep. They're not as deep as the Bucks, but they're deep. They got guys they can shoot. They got rookies that play well. They got a they got a good center. They got veteran leadership. But so does Boston. And I get it. They don't have a center that can guard Joel Embiid. But we lost a game where Joel Embiid dropped forty and twenty. How often does that happen? You almost lost to the Spurs. Thank God for Shake Milton, and he dropped thirty and like thirteen. How about this? Here's here's what I'll say. I'm as of now. I'm the season like I'm with Snap right now. I I'm I'm with Gim on the side on the side of optimism. Like I'm hoping. Got to be optimistic. But man. I'm 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 going to be real with Snap right now. However, give it a week, and if Joel's still chugging along, and they win their next two or three, their next three before we come back on, or four before we come back on, then I'll say okay, maybe there's a shot. If they win their next three before we come back on, or go two and one and lose a very tight game, I don't even know who they play in the next three. Then the magic I'll, I'll change my tune a little bit. They'll beat the magic, hopefully. I yeah, they they will. But Nikola Vucevic always gives us issues. Yeah, I like I said. I mean, again, I think you guys are also watering down the whole not deep thing. I think there's very capable players on our bench. There are have there are, But my point but is, like, the I'm coach looking at the Celtics. I understand that, but I'm looking at the Celtics roster right now, and outside the starting five, they got Marcus Smart who comes off the bench. Brad Wanham, like these names are not better than these guys that are coming off the no. bench for the Sixers. So I understand, and they, they aren't being used right. And we've and we could sit here. I could tell you, I have my I go on my Twitter and tell you every single mistake Brett's made in the last, like the other night when Ben Simmons had four fouls and we were up twelve points in the third quarter and he He's puts them back in the game. What do you know? He gets a ticky tack fifth foul. Like there's just a million mistakes that, that Brett, that's Brett can it. make, and I understand that's probably that is going to be a reason you will lose a series when you lose a series. But I, just the way that the towel is just kind of being thrown in, I don't, I don't see it. But like, I don't. how can you watch Brett Brown over these three games and have any even confidence and in the rotation that he, that he can win one playoff series? Not I, against I Brad can't. Stevens I or, can't because or, if you're, you're either you're either facing you're either in a coach. We already beat Eric Spolstra. It's the when? playoffs. It's two different. years ago with Ben, with Ben, and, and the, the, the Heat. And they didn't have no, Jimmy I'm, Butler I'm or Bam Adebayo. I'm with Gin on that. I'm still not really that scared of the Heat. If this, if we had to play match with the Heat, you are. Yes. yes. All right. Yes, it's, absolutely. It's, it's really scary without Ben, like, obviously. Uh, dude, Ben's like, my favorite player. I know that we're not nearly as good not without Ben, but if the way you, we're just throwing in the tie. Dude, he, we can if, win if, one if round. I knew that Brett, we, if I knew that Brett was coming, if I knew that when Glenn Robinson III came back from injury 
and Brett was going to use him, I would like Alex him Burks, Matisse, and if Korkmaz is, if Korkmaz gets streaky from well, he's going to have to play now. Yeah, I know. But if he's streaky, like, and that's then I, with the five, I could say okay. But I have no faith that he keeps playing Alec Burks close to 20 minutes, which he's going to have to play 20-plus minutes with the way the team is shaped now. Matisse is going to need to play more, and he's not. He's going to stick with Furcon. You're going to see Neto again. I guarantee you now that uh, Al Horford's in the starting lineup, Norval Pell gets on the floor. Nah, nah, nah. Get uh, out of here. <laughs> come on. No. Uh, that's why I, I actually I don't know agree. if they'll— I, I guarantee we see That's him. why I don't think they'll start together? Al. I don't think they'll start out. Uh, they, they probably will. But when that's Robinson what, comes back, I think Al should stay on the bench. I think he still—I would start Glenn Robinson so third. But I would start Matisse over Al just to keep that separated. You're, he's not going to start Matisse. I don't know what's know wrong with Matisse or why he. He's going to if he's not starting Al, he's starting Furcon. That's your issue right there, right there alone. That just tells me we're going to lose the series. Yeah, but that's not definite. We're taking that, that's if, just a word. If he comes out and he's does that the opposite, bad, he is that bad. I will but, I will text you again and say I'm sorry. There's still a chance. Yeah, I will too. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll, and I want nothing more than to be wrong. I also can't wait for the case. report somehow in two days that Ben's playing on Monday. If he plays on Monday, I'll 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 pop a bottle in the studio. I don't know. Uh, my my confidence will come back. But even I, I just can't sit here and have any optimism after watching Brett Brown coach the last three games and the calls he's made, the rotations he's with called. No ben Simmons. With no Ben Simmons now. It just absolutely looks like this season is a wash. A player can only take you so far, and he is a center, so he is already limited to how far he can take you. It's not like we're talking about a LeBron or a Kevin Durant. I get it's Joel Embiid, but you can double him. You can triple team him in the post. He's your only true scoring option after Tobias. And Tobias, yeah, he's looked good, but like besides Tobias, like who's the X factor now? Here's what I was speaking of Joel in the double team. He is starting to pass he out of the double team He looks amazing in the double well. team. That was his biggest flaw in his game, and he's very much improved on it. I give him a lot of credit, dude. He looks like he he looks like he's in shape since the, since he. Came he looks back. like last year. Yeah, last year before since the injury. Game one against the Pacers, he's count, he's come back in shape. He's dominating. He's passing well out of a double team and not turning the ball over. He's like Ken said, with twenty one in the middle, there's always a chance. But with that with that bench and that coach, you're not beating the Celtics and you're not beating the Heat unless something changes, something clicks in his head, which I can't see happening for the life of me. Or Ben, like you said, somehow miraculously Ben Simmons comes back. Oh, but by the, time to play by the way, um, Milwaukee is one point up on the Miami Heat. They were down by 22. Um, if Miami loses this game, they're tied with Indiana, and. They won't move seating yet because yeah, Miami has a better conference record. But if they happen to lose their next game, which I'm pretty sure is a great team, I'm not sure great, but I'm almost positive it is. Uh, it is the Super Hot Suns, which have a very legitimate chance. Mikael of beating, Bridges, shout out Mikael Bridges, which has a legitimate <laughs> shot at beating former him. Sixer. Listen, which has a very legitimate <laughs> shot at beating sure. them. If we did somehow move in front of Miami, we'd have to play Indiana, and I have no. I, and Indiana just scares the shit out of me. <laughs> without a fifty-three, uh, I think I think we'll beat Indiana. Yeah, we would, I, I, without they, Ben they Simmons, I think we would win in five games. 
They beat Without us. They beat we us should three. handle they beat it. But we haven't all year. In a seven-game series? It's all year we haven't. It, take, it took a uh, t- whatever stupid name is. TJ Warren. TJ Warren, Warren before that game was averaging 25 I against know. us all season. TJ Warren is really three good. TJ Warren's been really good. I, okay, and seat. Victor Oladipo is going to slowly come back on. I get it. They don't have Malcolm Brogdon. But even a team like them, it's kind of like, yo, no Ben Simmons. This is This is difficult. And the fact that we have to probably go, we would probably have to go six games to beat them still. I'm telling you. Without Ben? Yes. Yeah, probably six games. And, and, we, we, and we that just shows you, if you have to go six games with a team like my the Pacers possibly in the playoffs, there's no shot you beat a Bucks. There's no shot you beat the Celtics. There's no shot that you beat Toronto. But you're saying we would win. You think we would win? That's the only playoff series in the first round I could see us winning. I agree. Let's agree to disagree at this point. Celtics, but, I but think the Suns won again. Not get, not trying to get out the Sixers just yet, but they did. The Suns won again. Hot. They're super hot. And I bet the Pacers. Also, what? Devin Booker just crushed my dreams the other day against the Clippers. Um, but I know. I think we all agree. I want Portland to win the eight seed in the West. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Do you think, you can't wait because the Lakers. Or I don't care what you want to say. Oh, they had the one seed locked up. The Lakers have struggled. They beat the Clippers. They can't I get guard that. Guards. They be, they struggled that game with no Montrezl Harrell, no Lou Williams. They beat them by two, and that's they do not look good. That's the worst. Back. That's the worst the Clippers are going to play in any yes. game in the bubble and or playoffs. They squeezed this out a win. Time. The Lakers Barely do won. not look good right now. Yeah, they have to win AD on the Lakers. LeBron's out tonight. AD looks really good. AD does, yeah. I, looks see, amazing. here's the thing with me. He looks, looks, he looks the amazing. Fact, yeah. The fact that you're now seeing the Lakers kind of not even like, yeah, they're trying and they don't look good, but the fact that you see LeBron taking a game off tonight tells me one thing. He's just getting ready to turn up. We, pretty, yeah, I get it. They're not good at guarding guards, but like, if we're going to be honest, we know what LeBron is in the playoffs. They're going to handle Portland. Any basketball like, fan, though, is going like, to salivate over that series. That no, they series are. And, they're gonna, fun. and you're going to have the LeBron haters that are going to be like, oh, they can't guard guards. They Damian Lillard's guard. coming in. <laughs> that has nothing to do with hating. They just can't No, guard but that, everyone's going to be like, it's going to be an upset. You know, like oh, no, I would love that. to see. I'm it, just though. saying, I think they, I they're the only team it. of those eight teams. I think that could take series. a game. I think they're the only team in this run to in the West to take a game or two. I think the Suns have a serious chance of sneaking in. You guys there. got ten more seconds before I switch gears. Yeah, the game's about to end. But because, I think I could see the Suns. They're only they're at 29 and 39 now. They are only what is it? I believe they're only a few games back. They're they're as, it's like one and a half. They're two and a half games back. Yeah, and the Kings bum, the Kings have a better bum. record in the conference. The Spurs have a better record in the conference, but they're the only team that hasn't lost. If they learn their next two games in Portland and Pelicans were such a disappointment. I thought there there was a crazy shot they were gonna get it. They're one and three in the bubble. It's just been ugly for them. They're a young team. I don't know why people were hyping them up. I get it. Zion came well, in and won a few yeah, games. It's because the media hypes them up. <laughs> Well, get, Essentially why. get your sweater on, because I'm switching gears to the best team in Philadelphia right now. The Philadelphia Flyers just beat the Capitals 3-1 to one to secure, at minimum, the two-seed in the Eastern Conference. Let's go. Going into the 2-0 Lightning in this round, Robin, on Saturday night. So, the Flyers lose, Flyers are the two-seed. Flyers win. Flyers are the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So, so we get the president's uh, president's trophy, right? That, that's how it works. We'll get it. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Um, listen, this team continues us? to amaze me. No, it's not no, even why, why not, not us. us it's not real. even why not us. I'm getting to the point where, I, and I'm going to ask you guys this, were they hot? Are they hot? I saw that tweet. Yeah. Yeah. 
Or are they just good? That's They're a, just that I was, good. I was literally about to jump it was, into It was, it was, like, because you know my concerns with them before, yes, the before mo- the break yeah. was the momentum. Because, it's like, at first it was kind of like, are they just, were they just really hot leading into the coronavirus and the pandemic? And would they keep that momentum? Because that, that was later. the question. If they didn't have the same momentum coming out of the pandemic, it was, they were just on a hot yeah. streak. They have not missed a beat. Dude, they haven't missed a beat, <laughs> and they flat out have handled the Boston Bruins and, and the Washington, the Washington Capitals. Capitals. Yeah, the perfect. Carter Hart is a twenty-year-old or twenty-one-year-old grown-ass man. We're, like the Bruins' first line is the perfection line. The perfection yeah. line? I don't think so. Didn't yeah. look like it, right? Sean Couturier's <laughs> line was fucking handling them. And handling he threw out. Them. Hold on. And Av threw out different lines today. Just mm-hmm. to get ready for the playoffs. See what he likes. Bonneman Raffle was out, so they put in. Uh, so Bonneman came in. Faraby got in. Faraby came in, and JVR, who has been a little disappointing, yes. but I tr- really expect to see him in. Of course, in the lines uh, in the playoffs. But no JVR, no Michael Raffle, no Carter. He played Brian Elliott today, and three one comfortable the-, the whole game. Capitals, just a bunch of geezers. <laughs> like, the, what are they, the oldest team in hockey? I think they're one of them, dude. That's like, I don't know what it is, but before before all this started, it's real. it is real. And I was Very like, much. I was scared because it was like we won what nine of our last ten going into the going into these round robins. I guess we'll see how it goes against Boston, right? It's flat out dominant. The four check was amazing. We absolutely handled the first line. Like Sean Couturier's line, absolutely dominated and. We're, this is for real. Like this isn't this isn't just a hot team. This is, no, it's so exciting. This is man. a good ass team that could make a good cup run. Like we could we could actually make a cup run. Well, it comes down now to Saturday's game. Yeah, if we get they the even have, so, let's just take, no. But they have an issue with the Lightning. Yeah, they in the past. The Lightning, and the Lightning's the one team that worries me. That's where we're gonna get our first. Like honestly, a glimpse of what they do. When, when we were looking at them earlier in the season, you kind of understood. Like if they if they were the team that they showed before the pandemic, they were gonna handle teams like Washington and the Bruins. We kind of already expected them the way they were playing. Now it's coming down to all right. This is the real test. You have the Lightning. You ha- this is the one team that gives you issues constantly. If you go out Saturday and you play them like you did the Bruins and the Capitals, this team is undoubtedly the best team in hockey, and they could walk right to the Stanley Cup. Let's go! I just... I know it's the NHL playoffs, and not anything can happen, and saying walking there is like a kind of like a bold statement, but like honestly, like unless if something absolutely insane happens... You, you, there's that's just, weird, I, but that's I, the thing. I don't like, like it would take fucking a sniper to shoot Carter Hart in the head mid game for this team to not. That's win a the game. thing. Like it's insane. In hockey, the best team in hockey never wins. The shit teams never win. The average teams barely win. It's always that team that's just good. That's like a top five, top ten team, which they are. And that's that, hot. That is hot, and that looks like the Flyers. And I know, like. I know, like this shit doesn't matter, but it really does feel like like win it for Oscar. Could you yeah. imagine how amazing that would he be? He might be back. I know. Do you see that? He's training. Yeah, he's like he's training in the if, with his uh, Swedish team. Av right now. said there's a hope that he can come back soon. Yep. He's going to quarantine for like five, four or five days or something like that, and pass like four or five tests in a row. He was our leading goal scorer. And then he the might be he back. Yeah, that's it's absolutely insane. You lost Lindblom. You didn't have Nolan Patrick all season. This. Uh, 
they kind of leave me speak. speechless at times. Carter Hart is just so fucking his good. His comment is, but then dude, it's so not, good. Elliot played today, and they handled the Caps three to one. Do that that Myers and Sanheim line or for defense? That, that is the key. Wow. To me. Do you know one wow. the, one the depth? They're right? clicking. Because one the depth, like Pitlick, Abe Kubel, Scott Law in. Bonneman, Farabee, like all these all these kids that, you know, league-wide, people might not know their names. But they're playing, I guess you could say, above what we expected them to. And when you pair that with Sean Couturier, JVR, Claude Giroux, uh, uh, Jacob Voracek, it's just, it's so big. And then Raffle's been playing well before the injury. But to me, with the depth along with... The young defenseman finally stepping up. Dude, how many? I've talked to you about this before. Ghost is your seven. Like you still have Ghost sitting there. How many years did we wait and have these placeholders of Brandon Manning and Andrew McDonald and Racco Gudis and all these bum names I'm throwing out there right now? And the list can go on and on. And you have Vinny these Lena. kids sitting in Lehigh <laughs> Valley, and you were waiting and waiting for them to call for for them to come up. They finally come up. Provorov's an absolute stud, but Pro, I'm, not, one, I'm not even including Provorov in this because Provorov's been up for a couple years. I'm talking Sanheim. I'm talking Haig. Robert Haig has been very, very good. And the pickups of Matt Niskanen, who's been there, who's won before, and Justin Braun, who they picked up before the season started, has been very good. And I'm talking about the depth. I didn't even talk about the two that they picked up at the trade deadline, who, yeah, they don't... Grant and Thompson? Nate Thompson and, and Derek Grant. They don't, like... People aren't like, oh my God, Nate. Tom-. They're both starting in the third on the third line and the fourth line at center, and they've been very, very good too. And they're very, very good penalty killers. Yes, the Flyers' penalty kill is Speaking really of penalty good. kills, dude. Yeah, Kevin Hayes is a fucking beauty. I, I, didn't, even on the penalty penalty I didn't even mention no, Hayes. I didn't even mention Hayes with Giroux in them. It's ridiculous. Hayes is an absolute game changer when yeah. it comes to penalties. Yeah. Absolutely. He's awesome. Dude. He was by far and, the dude, most important sign I think. Yeah, and season. and people hated the contract. I fucking pay him. He's oh, yeah. worth every dime. I didn't. That I didn't like, know. I'm not gonna lie. Once you traded for him, he kind of knew you were gonna overpay him. I knew he was. He was yeah, in New York when AV was there, so I knew there was they like AV wanted him here. But I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know a lot about Kevin Hayes. Like the name didn't jump out at me. Like oh my god. I only knew him honestly, to be honest. Because again, I'm not. It took this Flyers team getting really good for me to yeah. really put a lot of attention on the Flyers. I swear to God, I knew about him from Barstool before I swear. Yeah, they love him. They, 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 because he's a big Barstool guy. They're obsessed with him, dude. He's Barstool a big Barstool guy. And, yeah. like, that was, like, the first time, like, I really got, oh, he's Kevin Hayes. He's, he's pretty funny, dude. And then I see, like, he can't. I was like, oh, that's the Barstool guy. Like, honest to God. Like I, like I said, I'm not a huge hockey guy when it comes around the league. It's only flyers. So, like. I was like, all right, Kevin Haynes. And then he's just been amazing. And watching that Bruins game, it was like we were just in so much better shape than the Bruins. Yes. Like our legs the pace, were so dude, much pace, better than the Bruins. The, that's one they thing the so Flyers out have of done it. the first two looked games so is being it. back. Not even like the, they're, they're in game shape already. It's the fact that they're controlling the tempo of the game. They're, Throughout, so, yeah. The Capitals and the Bruins have had to come to them and play the Flyers game. Not the other way around. But it's not what I, I'll switch. Not staying on the Flyers, but switch gears a little bit, like talking about fans. I don't like you know how Flyers fans are like like the, the only Flyers I'm talking about Flyers fans that only like the Flyers and don't care about other sports Fucking those kind of hockey fans <laughs> I hate them um, hey those are well, the I watch yeah, yeah, yeah I watch you're not sword. one of them I'm yeah. talking about yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. that's like all the Flyers the people they that the playoffs just clap them off the ice the people that don't want like wouldn't want Snap to jump on board because you need to pay attention the reason that is is because the Flyers 
Yes, they. I, I do. Jason Martinez um, put out this stat the other day, which I didn't even pay attention to. The Flyers have like the most have been to a. They're the most winningest team percentage wise in Philadelphia in the last like two decades or I forget how long it's been. And because they were talking about the Sixers and someone was like Flyers, and he's like the Flyers were in, into in the Cup in 2010. The Sixers went to one Finals in 01, and the last one they won was in '83. Um, so I, I forget what the stats was, but to me, other than that, yeah, they do win a lot, but they haven't won a playoff series since what twenty was it twenty twelve or twenty fourteen? Twenty thirteen. That yeah. three year frame is when they it's been the so last long. playoff it's series so they long. won. It's just norm. It's just norm. It's always it's, been a letdown. It's mediocre. It's first round exit. They reminded me exit. of first the Sixers pre process. Where it was like, yeah, they're decent. You got yeah. a few guys. The Spencer they Halls, Andre Iguodala. That's basically Spencer what they Halls. were. Like Elton they, Brand. They were. That was what they were. They were mediocre. Like they were mediocrity. Like yep. they were middle of the road. Team. And that's why there's they, a lot of people who stop paying attention to them. And now you know. And it's not being. It's like. I, but that was say, the same thing that happened in the Sixers. So I won't stand here and let a Flyers fan yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. I can't root for Listen them. To, because guess what? When the Sixers started turning on, I was a processor. I right. watched every game when Michael Carter Williams was a starting point guard. I know Tony Rowan. I know Rashawn Holmes. I know Alex V. Shed. Like I was watching those guys play, and I will still let Sixers fans come on board. To the, so when a Flyers <laughs> fan tries to tell me I can't watch after they gave me ten years of fucking joke ass teams and fucking former Flyers fucking leading this team and coaching and management that absolutely were not qualified for the job, I will jump on the bandwagon. And if you have an issue with that, kiss my ass. <laughs> to, to everyone to everyone trying to trying to block more Flyers fans from hopping on the bandwagon. Why? Get out of here. Why? Hop on and enjoy Especially the ride. And we'll time. fucking we'll, we'll party on Broad Street yeah. together when we win the cup yeah. this year. You won't know whether or not <laughs> I'll, I'll buy a jersey before the yeah. parade. <laughs> especially especially during these times, dude. Like what are you so mad at? Because I know they're out there. Dude, it doesn't matter. Hop on. Enjoy the ride. We are so fucking good. This is not happening. We've been mediocre for, like, what, eight years? It's been... We, may, we squeak they haven't in, won a playoff series in, like, eight years. We squeak into the playoffs. We lose in the first round. We squeak yep. in the playoffs. We miss the next year. We miss the next year. Losing and now, six or shout five out, to the Penguins. Just, I just want to say thank you so much, Elaine Vigneault. Thank you so much, Fletcher. You guys are the best. Come on the show. You, you guys are the best. <laughs> I mean, you really turned this franchise around. This is a brand new AD team. He's drinking a martini right now. Oh, no doubt. Everyone. Everyone, everyone that's like same old flyers are thinking the whole year it's same old flyers. That's They'll, how I thought it like, was. Guess what? Be. This is a whole new organization. This is a whole new front office, you, a whole new team. You know who you they kind of remind G, me of? Drew and Voracek must be so fucking happy right now. Dude, and the, that's who that, 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 I'm so invested. So I want Drew to hold that goddamn yeah. Stanley Cup above his head. He gave 12 years to this team, and he's uh, he's at that yep. level that's of Sidney Crosby, Ovechkin. He's that type of player, but he never gets the recognition. Because he's been on a mediocre Flyers team his whole career, yeah. except the 2010 run. Even when he was elite, like they Av, you know what Av said when he first got here, right? Like, because I saw an interview with him, he said someone asked about Claude Giroux because Claude Giroux has been here for that for over a decade now. Twelve and years, twelve years. Favorite like, flyer ever. Yeah, and honestly, Mike Rich is mine. The most okay. underrated okay. Phillies sports athlete yes. in the city, and no and doubt. AV underrated. Av said you will not find a person that wants to win more in any sport than Claude Giroux. Dude, that's the thing. I was I was just thinking about that. AV, he's been to the cup. He's he's got a I think he's what three conference finals wins or something. Yeah. But he's been in the cup. He's never won the cup. 
Drew has been thirsted for a cup his whole fucking career. Like, this is just perfect for each other. You know they want to win so bad. Dude, you know but, they want to win. When you brought up him and Voracek, the thing to me, the great part is, like, with their depth is in these first two games back, I mean, I don't know who scored dollar two today outside the first one. Uh, Lawton scored the third dude, one. Dude, you know what? I, I didn't even mention Konechny, too, and Kevin Hayes when I was That's the thing, and Lots, dude. Lots is a per- yeah. He's on the second line, and... He deserves to be. Because like, people... the second line's what? Konechny, Hayes, and Lawton. And then the first line's Drew, Voracek, Katoria. Yes. And then it's normally JVR in the third. It's but normally it... JVR, yeah. Today, I think, was Bonneming, Grant, Barabee? and Albe Cabell, I think. Okay. And then that man's Thompson, always throwing his body around. Farabee, and who is the last? You know, it's like Joel Farabee is good, and we can barely squeeze him in a lineup. Like, that's yeah. how you know we're deep. Like, he's, they, old... he's a good but, young player. So, to my point, them, Drew's not even playing, and Voracek's more of just a goal scorer in my opinion, but Drew and Voracek aren't even playing to the level that they're capable of, and they're handling two of the best teams in the NHL. They can turn it on in the playoffs. And That's the what Bruins, I'm saying. The Bruins are legitimately the best if team. If turns like, the best team in... Dude, they had like... Yes, they were like, the number one ranked team There was like hockey. 12 games to go, and they were well over... There was a few games... Well over few, 100. Yeah, well over 100 points. Like, it's ridiculous. We handled them with ease. The first period was a little shaky, but then after that... The whole game, we were just controlling. The forecheck, like, I didn't expect it to be that good still. It was just beautiful all around. Like, everything looks... It looks like we never went in a quarantine. Yes. It looks like we hopped right back on the ice. And do you know who it's that's insane. too? That, to me, is on leadership, and that's Claude Giroux. Yep. And that's A.V. Well, A.V. said that's today, well, in the game, like, when I was watching a little bit of it, he was like, Giroux and Voracek said, yeah, like, couldn't really do much in quarantine, so we would run, we'd do yoga, AV would give us stuff to do, and it worked out perfectly. Like, we feel great, blah, blah, blah. Fresh legs, everyone you know who else healthy. I want to get a chip to? Coots. Oh, my God. Best two-way center in hockey. Don't debate <laughs> me on that. Come on. He's winning the— He's winning. Come on, game. hockey man. What you got for me? No, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm with Snap. It's like, you hear these, oh, you can't root for them. You can't root for them. It's just like, shut up, man. It's, it, I hate that. Everyone people. here should be able to root for. I'm going to go out and buy a fucking Flyers jersey yeah, just because. Right. Just because. Or what do you guys call my time with the what Flyers. Is, yeah. I, I was, I was at a season ticket holder. Oh, I was. Sweater. My father was. We yeah, would go to every sweaters. Game, so I served my time. I'm not hearing anything yeah. on this. You call, you call the jersey sweaters. Yeah. I'm going out and buying a sweater tonight. <laughs> and you are going to deal with it. I might just go get a Haze one. I don't know about, I don't I know about just you. go get a Drew one. I probably <laughs> should have gotten it ten years ago. Modell's might have a nice, nice deal for I looked, you. They didn't have much. I think they really? They didn't have much flyers. I wanted Dix one. has a call. Dix has a, a little yeah. bit of a selection. Who I don't should know I about, get? I don't Who should know. I get? Should I put a pull get up? Get a Carter Hart, bro. He's only tw- he's about to turn twenty two. I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Seventy nine is an ugly number on the back. It of is. Either. Yeah, I don't want that fucking. I didn't even know. I was Hayes. I'd go Hayes, Coots, or G. That's who I would go. I have a Voracek one. Provorov. Provorov's another. Provorov. Um, but real quick, couple minutes left, guys. Couturier, who's Coots? I don't know. I don't know I just told you. You're not allowed on the train. I don't know about you, but watching that game against the Bruins, like Carter Hart was just everywhere. And the one goal that he let up, like he was in the perfect position too, and it just bad bounce. Yeah. Like everywhere he is on the yeah. ice, he like I guess you see a lot of goalies make like quote unquote incredible saves. It just a lot of the time, there's not Normal in position. Scene. There's yeah. not in position, right? Carter Hart's always he's, in position. Yeah. He knows exactly where to be at every and given time. he's so time. young, dude. And if he's, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, and the whole question mark was, besides the momentum part, was the kid. 
like first time in playoff hockey. And I know he, he's only played one game out of the two since coming back. Elliot played today. And I know it was only one game. And it's technically not even, it's not even a playoff series. It was just a seeding game. But still, it's still that kind of atmosphere. And if he's ready and he plays like he did against Boston, sky's the limit. Look out. Sky's the limit. All right, the league don't know. Before we get off, I just I want to get your guys' opinions on like sports have been back for over a week now, well a week since um, the NBA restarted. What like what's your overall feel? Because I haven't stopped watching sports for ten days, and it's kind of like a March Madness feel for me. You know, unemployed. I'd be working and then working out like See, I that sucks. Like I literally game. I'll wake up and I'll make some eggs and then I'll sit down and watch the twelve o'clock <laughs> hockey game. Yeah, Yo, you wanna <laughs> hang out tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'll make you some eggs, bro. Come over. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing. Uh, I wake up at six, I go to work, I get home from work, I immediately work out. Like I didn't have a chance to watch the fucking flyers today. Yeah, I didn't even barely had a chance to watch the Sixers. Been yesterday. watching sports nonstop. Yeah. So, but it's, so to me, it's got like a March Madness feel. I got two TVs set up. I got hockey or baseball on one, Sixers on the other, vice versa. Um, but the big thing coming back was no fans. Like, how is it going to be? Is it going to be watered down sports? Like, it's going to be really weird. I think they've done a great job. Baseball is the biggest sport you can notice it in. And even in baseball, you don't pay attention to the fans that much outside of a big hit or, like, you know what I mean? So, but hockey and basketball so far, I feel like they've done a great job at the setup, the the, the noise. The bubbles are absolutely flawless. Yeah. Yeah, especially in hockey. Like, I know, like, the fans are huge. It gets so loud in the playoffs, but the intensity's still there. Yeah. You see a lot of chippy games going on and I a even, lot of playoff atmosphere. They're pumping in noise. Yeah, I, I mean, think, of course I think what be you're seeing in the NBA, fans. too, is a lot of guys are just taking advantage of this whole bubble yeah. thing. And they're doing a great job with the fill-in noise and the fans on the sidelines. I think that's great. Like, like they're making sure there's cheering when there's yep. a go-ahead bucket for the home team. It gets quiet when they aren't doing I like that for they're the incorporating what teams use in their home arenas, yeah. too. Like, the Sixers home game against the Spurs, they incorporate, like, the Pre-game stuff was what the Sixers normally do, like on the screen. They had the uh, one dude, the, yeah. the, the dude that always sings the anthem. I forget his name. Please don't uh, judge me. The vet um, that doesn't, the yeah. vet in the wheelchair. Uh, he's he's been like I've I'm a season ticket holder. He's there for almost ninety percent of the yeah. games. He sang, and then what's his name? Who's the PA announcer that introduces them? Oh, uh, he's great. Matt, is it Matt Cord? Is that his name? I don't want to give you the some wrong Cord. name. But some um, he he introduced them like they have all the same setup at their home game, so it's it's been really cool to watch. And I just I don't know going into it, I was like nervous. I was like, come on, like there's got to be fans like that like like I I know I sit at home and watch the games, but like I need something to get pumped. Like if Kevin Hayes goes mm-hmm. on a breakaway down one in a playoff game, mm-hmm. I need to get hype. And I just haven't there's I haven't seen a difference. It's, yeah, exactly. Well, it's a, uh, just to add this in real quick about the Suns, they went on a twenty-one and zero run. No, they didn't. Yeah, the they Pacers. did. They did. I'm on the page. They might make the playoffs, dude. At the eight? Because the Mavs are what, the seven? Two and a half back. No. Can they do it? They're two. Are they in the nine? No, Portland's in the nine, right? Or no? no they all not. have the same record, but technically they're the 10. So it's no, whoever? They're 11th. So they're going to have to get to the nine, no matter if it's percentage tiebreaker or what. And then the nine has to be within four games of the eight. And there's a and then there's a three game series. I think it would be an absolute crime if they don't make the playoffs. I know. Suns are two back. Blazers are one back. Spurs, Kings, Pelicans are all three back. Right. So, oh, did they what are the Grizzlies? Up? Did they jump up from that? Or the Grizzlies, Grizzlies are 30, 32 and 37. Trailblazers are 31 and 38. Okay. And then the Suns are 30 and 39. Right. So, right now, Portland would get that spot 
for the play-in tournament. Oh yeah, yeah, they jumped up from they were just twelve, but now that they chucked that win in, they're they're ten. Ooh, it's game. I love it. I love it. The West is always so fun, dude. Damon CJ versus D Book. Kind of won't. Do they play? Do the port? Does Portland and Phoenix play each other or no? I'll look up the schedule. I'll look up the Sun schedule. <laughs> see, see who gets there first. Portland's got oh. They got the Heat, the Thunder, the Sixers, and the Mavericks. So no, they Dude, the not. Por- Portland's got the Nuggets, Clippers, Sixers, why. Mavericks. They both have tough schedules. So they'll go, uh, what, 3-1 and one losing the Sixers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll, right. definitely, yeah. they'll definitely <laughs> beat the Sixers. Is that what Sixers. you're saying? <laughs> they'll probably, the Suns might win. As much as you guys kind of don't want to hear it, the Suns could probably win all four games. I really seriously mean that, too. I mean, they're all they fire. are that yeah. hot. They have Mikael Bridges. That's why. Mikael Bridges looks like he's been in the league for they six just, years right yeah. now. Shout out to every yeah. Villanova basketball player ever. All right, guys. Well, we're out of time. So go follow our Twitter. Go follow our Instagram. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll be putting out more content coming soon. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Go have a good Flyers. Night. Go Flyers. Knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get so much that I can't keep count. New kicks give me cushion like whoopee.